the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. I can't wait to talk to you about coming to America. Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland and Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Today is Tough Topic Tuesday and our topic is coming to America, not the movie but the reality of Afghanis from uh, Afghanistan who are refugees. I want to know what you feel about refugees coming to the United States of America and specifically those from Afghanistan. Should we welcome them, help them, steer clear of them? I want to know what my listeners think. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? And by the way, would you or your church or your community be open to welcoming uh, Afghani refugees uh, to your particular area uh, of, of and, and, and specifically into your world. Would you would you be interested in that? Would you be open to that? So it's a it's a personal question, but it's also I really want to know my listeners' opinion here in the DMV. If you'd like to chime in, maybe even ask some questions about it. My phone number is eight 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 four three two seventy four thirty four. That's 888-432-7434. In the second half of the show, I'll have a special guest to help us think through some of the details of what this means uh, in our area. But it is Tough Topic Tuesday, and I always like to open in a word of prayer. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we have Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Friday, Open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then on the weekend, we even have a special edition for you uh, for 30 minutes from 3 to 3.30. So you get us six times a week. And of course, if you're looking for a place to worship, you can always join me at the church. I started 30 years ago, Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, and in Owens Mills, Ricerstown, Maryland. So we'd love to have you. Just go to bridgeway.cc if you want more information. 
Let me bow for a word of prayer now. Heavenly Father, we thank you that the whole world is yours. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And all the people of the world you have created. And so, Lord, help us to understand how to interact, how to love, and how to welcome the stranger. While at the same time, Lord, how to be vigilant and and discerning. Would you help us today? We commit the show over to you now. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Well, there are a couple of other ways you can get a hold of us. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com or embracegracism.com. Would love to hear from you. All right, let's kick the show off in Columbia, Maryland with Byron, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Byron. It's Dr. David Anderson. How are you today? I'm well, Dr. David Anderson. I'm alive and grateful. <laughs> well, that makes two of us, my friend. That's good. That's good. I love it. Yes, so what do you think about this, uh, you know, the Afghani refugees? Uh, feel like you want to welcome them? Not quite sure. What are your thoughts? Dr. Anderson, I'm all about welcoming welcoming them. I, I, I've had the privilege to serve in many different countries, Afghanistan three times. Wow. And I'm going to tell you, just, just as you know, until you find yourself in need first, I don't think that's even a question. Everyone would want, would want to be welcomed if they had, you know, you know, knowing people's story and, and things of that nature I think is always important. But when we, we as believers anyway, you know, having the privilege to serve, I, 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 I couldn't help but, you know, welcome. I feel like even, even a lot of places that I've served that were relatively contentious, yeah. just, just being able to relate to people, even, even soldiers to soldiers, like, listen, you know, we we basically you know pawns in, in 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 our country's military, but I got nothing against you, that kind of thing. What have you? Right. People, at, at, at a, when you when you meet people on a human level, I think there's no question that that uh you know welcoming 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 them would be the right thing, and that's of course what I think Jesus would want. Anyway. So you don't you don't actually uh, just see them as another um, culture or race of people. I mean, you really do see them as human beings who you've interacted with in their culture, and that has given you a sense of appreciation for who they are, even though you serve there on behalf of the U.S. military, you realize they're human beings as well. Oh, absolutely. Sir, listen, let me, let me tell you one thing. I, I can tell you that one thing about their culture, even, you know, ben, I've been in some very contentious-type places, but... They, they have, let me just put it this way. I know that I could go to Afghanistan under any conditions. I could probably meet with the, probably the worst people there and connect on a human level. And, again, a lot of those individuals, once you've done that, once you've kind of submitted, they will protect you because now their sense of honor and things of that nature, they will they would certainly put their own lives on the line to protect you wow. because it would be, you know, a, a dishonor for something to happen under their, you know, um, protection so to speak well, their their um not necessarily protection but you know just sure. just, just being a guest you know and welcomed by them in, in that capacity well, you know what I'm and, I, and I would, really that's all over the world but i would I, just i, say, I would I just say have, hearing it from somebody firsthand like yourself uh, is really, really encouraging, and I appreciate not only is Christ in you, but you're also your service for our country. And so thank you for kicking the show off today. I, lo- I love your comments, okay? Yeah, I appreciate it, Dr. Davis Anderson. Don't forget, you know, I- I- I'll be seeing you at Christopher's uh, Barbershop. All right, <laughs> we- that's we got- right. We've got we got we got we got connected. There Don't you worry. go. That's right. Thanks for reminding me who you are. I'll see you there next time I get my fresh fade. <laughs> yes, sir. Take care. Blessings to you. That's Byron. 
in Columbia, Maryland. And, yes, Christopher's Barber Studio, that's where I go. And yesterday was Christopher's birthday. He's the owner. Started over a decade ago. He's in Columbia, Maryland, as well as in Elkridge, Maryland. If you're looking to get that haircut, maybe your kid's haircut or whatever, you want that fresh fade, again, just go to Christopher'sBarberStudio.com. I've got Matt on the line. He's in Annapolis, Maryland. Let's go there. Hi, Matt. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, I'm alive and grateful, Matt. So glad you're hanging with me. What are you thinking? Um, me too. Thanks for having me. Well, I, I, you know, I think three things about it. I think, one, it's, a, it's God's sovereign and God's in control. And obviously people are coming here, and it's a chance to show the love of Christ and reach the nations right here at home, you know, without even needing to go on a part-time or full-time mission overseas. That's an opportunity right here, you know, in the DMV. And I think the second thing is that we tend to forget that we're a nation of immigrants. Right, <laughs> right. And, um, and, then, and then I think the third thing is, you know, in the Hebrew scriptures, God told the people of Israel that they needed to love and practice hospitality to the foreigner and the stranger because they were foreigners and strangers in Egypt and Canaan in the past, and God looked after them and had the people look after That's them and right. bless them. And I, I think we have to we have to remember that and keep that in mind, especially as believers. Yeah, you know, we are a nation of immigrants, and it's so funny. Once you become uh, native, all of a sudden, you, you if you're not careful, you, you can become uh, stuck up. As if, uh, you know, you built this land and it was, it's yours. You know what I mean? So re- being reminded that uh, we are a nation of immigrants, I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easy to feel like once you're in, it's like, okay, but now no more. Yeah, you close know? the door. <laughs> close the door. You know, can you imagine if God did that with, uh, with us once we got saved? Now close the door. Nobody else can come in behind. I'm in, so I'm good. <laughs> Right, right. It's like I want him to protect me, save me, deliver me, but, like, I don't want that for other people. Correct, correct. Well, I, I'm encouraged by the uh, the comments that you've made today, my friend. Be safe out there in Annapolis, Maryland, okay? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Dr. Anderson. All right. Thanks. Blessings to you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Coming to America, what do you feel about the uh, Afghani refugees coming to the United States of America? I'd love to hear from you on it. How should we respond? I'll have a guest later in the show, so make sure you stick around. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they mm-hmm. came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707.
to get back to normal, and getting the COVID-19 vaccine puts us closer to that goal. Getting vaccinated is a critical step towards reducing the impact COVID-19 has on our family, friends, and neighbors. Did you know hundreds of thousands of Prince Georgians have received at least the first dose? This is huge, and we need your help to continue fighting the virus by getting vaccinated. Vaccinations are now available at Prince George's County operated COVID-19 clinics for individuals 12 and older who live or work in the county. Eligible individuals do not need an appointment to get vaccinated, but do require consent from a parent or legal guardian for individuals 17 and younger. So get vaccinated today and let your family, friends, and community know that you're proud to be protected. Visit mypgc.us forward slash COVID vaccine to learn more. If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Tough Topic Tuesday, and we're talking about Afghan refugees and uh, our topic is coming to America. <laughs> what do you think? How do you feel about Afghan refugees coming to the United States of America? Should we welcome them? Should we help them? Or should we steer clear of Afghan refugees? As believers, what would you be willing to do? Would you be willing to allow uh, a family uh, or uh, a, a person or two live with you? Uh, would you, as a church, be willing if there were a uh, hundred in the area, would you be willing to invite them uh, to your church, uh, be a part of your community? Uh, do you see it as an opportunity to express the love of Christ? Or do you see it as uh, maybe our duty to protect our shores and our nation from being run over by uh, by these these people? 888 <laughs> Three two seven four three four. That's eight 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 four three two seven four three four. Did you know uh, more than six thousand Afghan refugees have arrived in Virginia and are expected 
Um, Governor Ralph Northam said this uh, at the end of August. So my guess is it's probably even more now. He said that on August the 24th. Refugees have been arriving at Dulles International Airport where they're processed, tested for COVID-19, and offered vaccinations. From there, they go to Fort Lee near Petersburg and now Fort Pickett in Blackstone before it's decided whether they will go to other states or stay in Virginia. About 10% will stay in Virginia, he said. So I'd love to hear from you and what you think about Afghan refugees and, and, and what do you think our responsibility, our duty is as a nation? Um, you know, they're, they're being distributed, of course, throughout different countries, but we are taking some in. And, and some of the states in America have even made a a decision to say, hey, we want them to come in. And I believe uh, Governor Hogan uh, also said that as well. And so, uh, in fact, I think we have a clip of Governor Hogan and what he said. Check out his words. We're joined now by Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan. Governor Hogan, it's great to have you in studio. Good morning. I have a lot of COVID questions for you, but I want to get to Afghanistan real quick. Three questions there. What's your appraisal of the Biden administration handling of the situation? How open is Maryland going to be to Afghan refugees? And what are you hearing, if anything, from State Department about how to do that? Well, first of all, I think it's an unmitigated disaster about the way we've handled the exit from uh, Afghanistan, uh, number one. Number two, we're, I was the first governor in America to reach out and say we wanted to reach out and take more of these uh, uh, special immigrant visas for the folks that have been our allies that we've made a commitment to. Uh, we've got to stand by them. We've got to get our Americans out, and we've got to get those, uh, those allies out of there as well. And we're going to do everything we can to help do that. We have a discussion with the State Department tomorrow. We've already received some over the past week or two into our state, and we're going to uh, try to get as many as we can. Is that information flow from state satisfactory to you? It's, it, you know, the information is a little spotty. Uh, I think some of that is understandable, but, you know, we'd like to have a little more communication. Well, there you have it. Governor Hogan, Republican governor of Maryland, is saying doors are open in Maryland. We want as many as, as we can get, uh, that it was a disaster the way they got out. Uh, but he's ready to welcome them here. What about you? Uh, what do you think about them uh, coming to America? That's the topic today. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about Afghan refugees. I want to know what my listeners think in the DMV. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Feel free to give me a call. Uh, even now. Uh, several comments on our Facebook page as well. Uh, Donald Francisco says it's worth it. Um, I'd love to know what you mean when you say it's worth it. Uh, Don, Donald Francisco, make sure you let me know what you mean. Is It's worth it having the Afghan uh, refugees in our nation. Is that what you mean? Marlon Sims says, um, well, you, you know, that was... Uh, actually a different topic donald francisco so don't worry about it that was a different topic but several other comments about today's topic and and hello to you donald francisco there rebecca rodriguez says this i think it's crucial that we help refugees the hypocrisy is when a particular group of people are preferred or welcomed more versus another group all should be helped that's a that's actually a good word do we somehow um you know prefer a certain 
refugee group over another refugee group. It'd be interesting to hear uh, my listeners' thoughts on that as well. Hey, listen, let's go to Natalie, who's in Fort Washington, Maryland. Hello, Natalie. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful and glad you're hanging out with me. What do you think about this topic? Well, it's very interesting. I've been having this conversation with friends and family over the weekend, so I'm glad I tuned in when I did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's been lively conversation. I'd love to hear more. Oh, yeah, it's been very lively considering I'm a product of immigrants and my stance is very different from what people would expect. Oh, tell me, what it, what is your stance? So my, well, my question, um, my, my rebuttal question to them is, why here? Why do they have to come to America? Mm-hmm. Why can we not find um, refuge in neighboring countries? And that will likely have the same cultural environment that they're already used to. Uh-huh. Why is it that we always have to bring them here? Um, for I, you know, I have my concerns as to why that is. But the other piece of that, and because I heard a snippet of the um, the question that you asked about, or the comment you were making about America tending to, I think you were saying like how we tend to favor certain yeah. immigrant groups. Yeah, that was one of the comments that somebody made on my Facebook page. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. And that's why I have the stance that I do, because I do believe that America does. Again, like I said, I'm a product of immigrants, and mm-hmm. I don't see, I didn't see, you know, the rush to aid when West African countries were warring. I didn't see the rush to aid when countries like Haiti was decimated mm-hmm. with, you know, natural disasters. I didn't, like, yes, there was aid. I shouldn't say there wasn't aid, but the response that we give to certain groups right. is not the same across the board. So you see, you so see a, bit of, me, a, a again, little bias there, and as a result of that, you're like, yo, yeah, oh, hold oh, on. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. And I, I don't deny that at all. I don't right. deny I am very biased, and that's why I figure, hey, if we're going to have that kind of response to one, then let's make it uniform. Right. So why do they have to come here? It's an honest question, and I'm going to keep that on the table, see how others respond to it. But is there a, 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 a dissonance between certain uh, immigrant groups? Uh, so, And then why is that? So thank you for bringing that to the table. Okay, Miss Natalie? Well, thank you for allowing this. Thank you so much for your conversation today. You got it. So this is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to hear what you're thinking. And what do you all think? Do you think that there's a, a dissonance uh, between certain immigrant groups from certain countries and other immigrant, group, immigrant groups from other countries? And why not other countries? I do believe that uh, the Afghan people have been distributed through many different countries, by the way, um, Miss Natalie, especially uh, countries in Europe and, and other places. So I do, know, I do know that. I don't have the numbers on it, though. So I can't uh, speak... Uh, from an educated point of view, I, I don't have the data. I do know that it has happened uh, only because it's been reported on multiple news sources to different countries that uh, they have been distributed to. But your question still is valid. Why here? And is it is it uh, equitable? Okay, that's the question on the table along with how, how should we respond. So I want to hear from you. Let me go to Deborah. Deborah's in Garner, North Carolina. Hello, Miss Deborah. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? 
I am doing great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. <laughs> what are you thinking? Oh, you're welcome. This is the first time I've called. Yeah. Um, first of all, I think that we are a nation created of and by immigrants. Mm-hmm. I am from immigrant great 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 grandparents. Um, but I we should love our neighbors. Um, we should bring them in. But I think that it's only fair that when we bring them in, that we need to require the same rules as everybody else does, mm-hmm. number one. Like what? Number two, well, if, if we have other illegal immigrants who have been on list to come in for seven to eight years, yeah. They need to be waiting as well. Okay. I don't think it's fair for a group to jump ahead of other groups. Understood. Um, so just because they're war refugees, if they get to America, there should be a process before they can become a citizen, but they should be allowed to be processed and to be here. Is that what I'm hearing? Process in place where when we get here, they can't disappear. And that's uh-huh. the process we have in place now under this current government. Understood. Understood. And um, I think it's, it's it's a tragedy. Yeah. Because there are only so many resources that can be given, and United States, bless her heart. Hey, hey Deborah. Deborah, always... I got I got to stop you there because I got a hard break in ten seconds. But I get your point, and I really love uh, the conversation. I've got to run. I'll be right back. Do you have leaky faucets, a running toilet, lights that don't work, or worse yet, a heating and AC system that's been ignored for years? It's time to take action. Hi, I'm Chuck Teets. Go to AactionHomeServices.com, licensed in Maryland, Virginia, and D.C., with a 100% satisfaction guarantee, 703-922-1900. Problem solved. Pastor R. Kevin Matthews and the Shepherd's House International Christian Church present the Shepherd's House International Bible Institute, where you're guaranteed to increase your biblical knowledge and techniques. The Bible Institute classes and teachers have been such a blessing to me, being new in my walk with God. These free seven-week courses include how to study the Bible for yourself, Old Testament survey, Fivefold ministry, God's plan for your life, Blood Covenant, the Book of Ephesians, and more. The Bible Institute classes are helping me to deepen my understanding of the Word and my relationship with God. Virtual classes start Monday, September 20th. Register today at the Shepherd's House International.org. It's the Shepherd's House International Bible Institute. Three seven-week courses from Pastor R. Kevin Matthews and the Shepherd's House International Christian Church. For more information, call 301-599-0555. That's 301-599-0555. Or visit shepherdshouseinternational.org. Virtual classes start Monday, September 20th. Don't miss In Touch with Charles Stanley weekday mornings at 8.30 on Life Changing Talk Radio WAVA. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart, TuneIn, and now on Radio.com. 
Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Listener that stands out that I worked with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders, and you know their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores, and just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Meadow, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Or corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the program. If you're just jumping in your car or turning on the show, it's Tough Topic Tuesday. Our topic is coming to America. What do you feel about uh, Afghan refugees coming to the United States of America? Should we welcome them, help them, or steer clear of Afghan refugees as as believers, as Americans? What do you think about it? Well, uh, the first half of the show, I've been taking your calls. It's been great, and maybe we'll take a couple more. But I have a special guest hanging out with me today on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, the co-author of the book Welcoming the Stranger, Matthew Sorens and Jenny Yang wrote the book. The subtitle is Justice, Compassion, and Truth in the Immigration Debate. I'm holding that up even now for those of you who are on my uh, socials, at Anderson Speaks, or my social is my handle for my socials on uh, Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Matthew Sorens, thank you so much, sir, for being on the show. How are you? I am doing okay. So happy to be with you. I'm happy that you're with us as well. You are the U.S. Director of Church Mobilization for World Relief and the National Coordinator of the Evangelical Immigration Table. I'm sure you are knee-deep in this particular subject, Afghan refugees. Um, Can you tell us in particular uh, how we might be thinking about this subject with this people group? Yeah, I appreciate that question. I think especially for those of us who are Christians, we want to start thinking about this issue from the perspective of the Bible, as we should think about any complicated issue. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all that is true of any refugee is true of these Afghans. So they're, they're neighbors whom Jesus commands us to love. And, you know, lest we want to narrowly define who our neighbor is, Jesus' example of a, of a good neighbor was the Good Samaritan, someone who was of a different ethnicity, a different religious tradition who helped a traveler who was in need. Right. So I think we have a you know pretty clear mandate there as Christians just in general. But then for the Afghan situation in particular, as, as Americans, I think our country has a particular obligation to these individuals because many of them are fleeing persecution, particularly because of their service to the United States, whether it's the military or some other part of our government mm-hmm. as translators or in other capacities. Um, it's actually a very similar situation in some ways to 
the founding of the current U.S. Refugee Resettlement Program back in the late 70s when it was the South Vietnamese who were fleeing um, because they had been allied with the United States in the war. And, you know, likewise, in this circumstance, I think Jesus tells his disciples, let your yes be your yes and your no be your no. Mm. And I think where we have as a nation made a commitment to those who really risk their own lives and their families' lives to stand with the United States, it's really important that our, our country stick to that commitment. And then the church has a key role in, in welcoming those people when they need to get out for safety. Well, so you bring up the idea of safety for them, which is, which is great, right? And when you're being persecuted, we are supposed to be that safe harbor. Uh, sometimes people wonder, well, yeah, safety for them. Yes. But what about security for me? Um, you know, when they talk about Mexican sure. uh, refugees or whatever, maybe they're going to bring over that violence and all of that. How do you how do you help people think through that? Yeah, you know, again, actually, I would go back. Um, I kind of have a two part response to that. I'd go back to that story <laughs> of the Good Samaritan first off, and it's worth noting that the Samaritan in that story, the model Jesus gives us of neighborly love, took some risks to love his neighbor. I mean, you know, there was this was a road that had the reputation for being sort of a dangerous road. Um, and, it, you know, the priest and the Levite in, the, in Jesus's parable who passed on by on the other side, there might be a variety of reasons they did so. But one might be they, you know, they were doing what would seem prudent from a human perspective. Let's mm. get out of this situation. Um, it's late at night on a dangerous road. Don't stop and linger even if we'd like to help this guy, but we just can't. Right. But um, I think that's sort of the biblical response and, and an appropriate response. It's also true that in this case, we don't even need to take that risk. Um, the U.S. government has not done everything right with this uh, evacuation from my perspective. Okay. Um, but the reality is people are going through a very thorough vetting process before they're being brought to communities around the United States. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a, a biographic and biometric vetting process that's incredibly extensive. It's why you know, we've heard about people fleeing Afghanistan, obviously, more than a week ago now. But they haven't mostly arrived in the United States at this point, or at least not into local communities, because they're being vetted first. Um, those flights that we saw images of right. were not planes that you know left from Kabul and landed in Washington, D.C. or in Georgia or California. They went to neighboring countries, often to Qatar or um, some sort of U.S. Air Force bases in Germany. Right. Um, so people are being processed overseas, and only once they've cleared that vetting process, which, by the way, is a vetting process, the U.S. Refugee Resettlement Program, um, has been in place for decades and has a really strong record of vetting out the wrong people who might right. want to seek to do the United States harm and bringing people in who are who meet the legal definition of a refugee who, you know, who, for whom there's no public safety or public health concerns. And of course, even in terms of health, with COVID, that's a concern right now. But people are being given vaccines and you know and um, all the precautions that any of us would take to protect public health right now. Got it. Well, when I come back from the break, I'm going to ask Matthew Sorens, the uh, co-author of the book, Welcoming the Stranger, about the economic challenges facing Americans who might be saying, well, we've got our own challenges here. How should we respond? How can we afford this? That's kind of what Deborah was asking from North Carolina. So we'll go to our commercial break. When we get back, uh, talk to us about maybe thinking about your own economic challenges as a as a country and what we could be doing right here. And now you're going to throw on these refugees on top of it. Come on, man. Let's see what Matthew Soren says that I'm coming right back. This is real talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's good. It's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's just give us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. So it's amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. Is not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happiness is closer than you think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with eHome Counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video. It's convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but eHome Counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD e-home counseling can help and they take major insurance so give them a call at 833-40-E-HOME that's 833-40-E-HOME or catch them online ehomegroup.com that's ehomegroup.com happiness is closer than you think refugees coming to america well you know we have been asking matthew sorens the author of the book welcoming the stranger his thoughts about our responsibility as believers to uh welcome the stranger in this case the stranger are afghans and uh Matthew, you said that we really didn't do it right so far as the way we brought people out of the country, but they're out now, and many of them will be processed and brought uh, to America. Some people may be saying that, uh, and I've heard, given the many economic challenges facing Americans, how should we respond to these, these, these folk as well? 
Thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really reasonable question. You know, again, I think I maybe almost respond on one level as a Christian. I think you know we believe that each person is made in the image of God with dignity, and that means that if there's something we can do to help protect uh, human lives fleeing persecution, we should do all that we possibly can. And the church is called to be respond to a whole range of vulnerable people, some of whom happen to be U.S. citizens, but some of whom are not. Mm-hmm. But it's also worth noting, I think, first of all. The U.S. has been spending, our government's been spending a very large amount of money in Afghanistan militarily, and it will be a very, very small fraction of what we'd spend there in a short period of time to help some of our allies be resettled in the U.S. But also, long term, they're all costs up front with resettlement, but we have a long history of refugee resettlement in the United States. It turns out that it's usually somewhere around year seven or eight that the average refugee adult goes from being a net uh, recipient of, of taxpayer funds to a net contributor. That is to say, by around year seven, they're actually contributing more in taxes on average, and this is a study from some economists at Notre Dame, than the combined cost of governmental expenditures on their behalf. Mm -hmm. So by 20 years after arrival, um, on average, the average refugee adult has contributed about $21,000 more in taxes than the combined cost of government spending on their behalf. So it actually can turn so out to be a net that, profit then, in a, in a sense, given enough time, it can turn out to be financially profitable. Yeah, I mean, that's, of course, not the reason we do yeah, it. But, of course. Uh, you know, and it's actually based in the same idea that these are people made in the image of God, in the image of yeah. the creator, with the capacity to create and contribute. And we have found historically, I mean, some of the largest companies in this country were founded by individuals who came to the United States as refugees. And sometimes as children, you know, we didn't take them because they were the best and the brightest. We took them because they were fleeing persecution. But, um, you know, in God's providence, this country has been repaid many times over for yeah. having taken people who fled persecution. So the, you, are you trying to tell me, Mr. Matthew Sorens, that getting the best and the brightest from other countries as a metric is not necessarily God's idea of what is biblical love? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I'm all for the economic analysis of, of, you know, taking highly skilled folks from other parts of the world, but that's not the metric used in the Bible. Uh-huh. I mean, the people of Israel were not tr- called to care for the foreigner because they were going to bring in a lot of resources with them. To the contrary, it was because they were uniquely vulnerable in mm. that society. They were not landowners um, in an agrarian society where your ability to provide for yourself was tied to the land. Right. And that's why we see that God puts in place special provisions for it's often the foreigner or the immigrant, the alien, the sojourner, depending upon your translation of the Bible in English, right alongside the orphan and the widow as these uniquely vulnerable groups whom God specifically instructed his people to take concern for. And while those wow. were certainly commands from the people of Israel, you know, I think they tell us something about God's character and God's concern for those mm. who are vulnerable in any context. Well, if you're going to get all biblical on us i guess we probably ought to think about this with a broader perspective than simply the the economics of it all uh would you mind taking a phone call or two no happy to let's go to northwest washington dc to talk to cindy who's on the line hello miss cindy how are you today hi dr anderson how are you oh alive and grateful thanks for hanging out with me and mr sorens what are you thinking on this topic well, my thought is um, it's not a good idea that um, that America brings uh, the Afghan refugees refugees uh-huh. uh, to this country. Okay. Because um, the um, I'm you know 
things that you, you know the uh, the atrocities actually that the United States have uh, committed. You know, killed you know with the drones and and you know have done over there over in their country. So you know, I know uh, the Afghani's are not. Uh, so forgiving people, I believe they're just, uh, and they're just coming over here to actually uh, just, you know, get the resources of America. And, um, you know, and, and a lot of the refugees have not been vetted. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, a, that's a, you know, and, and they're coming over here, um, you know, with the false pretenses. Uh, that's what media is, is saying. They, they helped America, so they all have to come over here. Well, you remember that um, the video um, that was on television with the people uh, running, trying to stop the uh, plane, the American mm-hmm. plane, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get on the airplane. Well, that that was a, a call. It was something like uh, what happened in in um, in South and Central America. If you can get to America, then you're going to okay. get this and you're going to get that Thank you. and all of that. Thank you, so Miss Cindy. Let me see what uh, sure. let me see what our guests and make sure you listen on the air. I'm going to let you go, uh, Matthew Sorens. How do you respond when you hear what Miss Cindy just said? Yeah, you know those are concerns I think a lot of Americans have. Um, I mean, maybe not the majority of Americans. The majority of Americans seem pretty supportive of bringing Afghans, but there is a significant number who are concerned and have, you know, understandable questions about vetting and security. I think what's really important to understand is, I mean, we've seen some of these images on on television. Those flights were not flights going to the United States. Those were flights going to third countries where where Afghans would undergo further vetting. And um, it, our country actually has an incredibly thorough vetting process. Uh, in place for for refugees in general. In fact, if you go back to the, you know, since the Refugee Act was signed into law in 1980, so we've got a pretty Mm -hmm. long track record to look at here, there's been about 3 million refugees resettled to the United States, and not a single one of them has taken the life of an American citizen in a terrorist attack. Uh That's actually a real credit to our government who is doing its job. Uh, My concern for, for the church is sometimes we focus so much on, you know, is the government doing its job, which turns out I'd argue it is. There's a good track record there. That we've forgotten to ask the question that uh, that Jesus was answered, which is, "Who is my neighbor?" And I think the answer to that question certainly biblically includes an Afghan who's who's fleeing persecution, especially those. You know, I think there's a particular obligation for those persecuted because of their association with the U.S. So there are other Afghans who are vulnerable, those who are religious minorities, including Christians. Frankly, women in general are quite vulnerable under the Taliban. Um, but, but surely, I, surely I, you can't bring surely you can't bring every woman over here. What do you? How do you? Pick, no. how, how do we pick them? Uh, I, I hate to say pick them, but like I'm thinking, how if they really, really served America? Right? They were a translator, but then, yeah, as a translator, of course, I want my mom and my sister and my aunt and my cousin. I want them to be safe too. Is is the goal to try to bring the translator or the translator and his family and friends? You got 20 seconds here on this one. Yeah, so those who qualify because, for example, being translators, they qualify to bring their immediate families, their spouse and minor children. Okay. Um, that sometimes still leaves behind people who they don't want to leave behind, and that's a hard call. Okay, yeah. Um, but that's who qualifies under the law. Understood, yeah, because that's got to be difficult, right? So my, my wife and my, my small kids, but then I have an adult kid or a brother or a sister. Yeah. Those have got to be really tough choices. My goodness. They are. Thanks again, my friend. Don't go anywhere. When I get back, I want to give you a final comment. I'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. He's pushing Lawson back, landing blows, Lawson returns. A struggling father. How do you mind if you think this family can pick you up every time you fall? Must fight for what matters most. Witness this story of redemption. You gotta know who it is you're fighting for. That's the fight, Bo. A father's fight, now streaming on Salem Now. Can go 10 years without a competitive fight, and here he is going to... Look for Salem Now in the App Store or at SalemNow.com. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. A coalition of concerned individuals, including Chad Robichaux, helped rescue 12,000 people in Afghanistan. On the next Focus on the Family, Chad, a former Marine who served eight tours in Afghanistan with U.S. Special Forces, shares his insider's perspective of God's work behind the scenes in recent days. Next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tuesday at 4.30 a.m., 7 a.m., 11.30 a.m., and 8.30 p.m. on WAVA. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're about to land this plane, but not yet. Welcoming the strangers, the book, Justice, Compassion, and Truth in the Immigration Debate. Matthew Sorens and Jenny Yang are the authors. It's an IVP, InterVarsity Press book. You can find it at ivypress.com. I have Matthew Sorens on. He's the U.S. Director of Church Mobilization for World Relief and the National Coordinator of the Evangelical Immigration table as we uh, bring this to an end uh, Matthew Sorens what are the particular needs in this situation for Afghan refugees yeah I would say there's a number of needs first of all there's a number who are already arriving in the United States and World Relief has received just about 
400 since the beginning of August in our network across the country. Uh, there's other, we're one of nine national resettlement agencies, so there's others who are receiving others also. Um, and they need um, volunteers, we need financial support to help welcome them, um, household items that go into an apartment as people are, are landing here. So there's a lot of needs there. I would also say, you know, advocacy is an ongoing need, both for those who are making this adjustment, but also not everyone who served the U.S. military got out. And there's some very vulnerable people still in Afghanistan. And, um, you know, I think we need to be both advocating with our government to continue to stand with them or to go back and stand with them as necessary to make sure we help those people get to safety. Um, but also prayer and, you know, praying for a complex situation for the many people in Afghanistan now who are very fearful for what life under the Taliban is going to mean for them, including, um, you know, the small share of people in Afghanistan who are sisters and brothers in Christ. Yes. Um, so it's an urgent time to be praying as well. So uh, if people wanted to get more information or volunteer, like you said, uh, would they go to the World Relief website? Or yeah, so worldrelief.org. Worldrelief.org. We've got, you'll see the Afghan crisis right on the top there. Unfortunately, we also need to be responding to an earthquake in Haiti that is also a huge crisis at the yes, moment. Yes, yes. Um, but both those responses are right on the top of the website. And if you click on the Afghan crisis, there's links to volunteer, to advocate, and to give. And all of those are really helpful ways to be involved right now. Excellent. That's worldrelief.org. Matthew Sorens, thank you for co-authoring the book, Welcoming the stranger, and thank you for being on with us today on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. I appreciate it. Blessings to you. Well, listen, friends, uh, you heard Matthew Sorens. There are, there are ways that you can help. You can give. You can um, help with household items. You can financially support uh, as well as support with your volunteerism, but mostly uh, even with your prayers for the Afghans who have been left behind and advocacy. So that's good for us to to have learned that today. Hey, listen, let's close in just a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we know that, again, you've made all people. And uh, Lord, thank you that we're not being persecuted in our nation, having to flee to another country. Would you help us know how to love uh, those that are coming to our shores, whether through planes or uh, through other borders? Lord, would you help us know how to represent you even in this as ambassadors of reconciliation. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, help your children and don't let them Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.